Alright, welcome to the Lens Lane Podcast. Today we're joined by Snowy Boom. You did, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, he's a, a rapper, um, a entertainer. Mm-hmm. You put out, you, you host events. Events at the Grind. Yeah. DJ. And you have like a residency at the Grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my baby. And yeah, I know you you hosted events at Stables. Mm. You performed at Stables. Yeah, I performed at Stables under my good friend Hype. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. So yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, where did the inspiration to entertain people, mm. or like, where did that start? Start. Where you, you felt like you could hype people up or like give mm. people a good time. So for me, like in terms of entertaining people, I've always had that in me, yeah. where it started through my rugby. You know, um, through the rugby, you know, you get like a lot of fame, you know, everyone's watching, enjoying it. So for me, I felt like through that, I, I discovered the the need to entertain people. So the next best thing close to rugby that I loved was music. Yeah. And I had to find a way to like entertain people through what I love. So that's where the DJing, hosting of events and like now the artistry came in because I feel like for me, when I'm in a room full of people, I always want to be the one that's like, that's supporting people, getting people. Like if you're having a bad day, I want to be the reason why you're like, oh, I had a good time. But even like you, you literally forget like what happened throughout the day and stuff like that. So like the entertainment thing has always been burning through me, you know, inside of me. So, yeah. That's dope. So when did you like, learn how to be a dj or like it's crazy so um basically like a lot of people have had virtual dj on their laptops you know i've always had that i used to like just play around with that but like obviously it's a it's a is like a big difference between like being on your laptop and then actual decks you know what i'm saying so i mean i got a, a gig um, at the grind this other time, we were literally out on a out on a night, right? So we go past the strip, you know. Um, we see that the grind is, is 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 actually quite empty, but then we go to the dance floor and I see okay, there's a DJ, there's a DJ thing uh, box there, like a DJ booth, but like there's there's no DJ. So when I go there and look, there's there's like an aux, there's an aux. So I'm like, nah, man, come on. Like, this is a club. Like, this club is actually quite, quite nice. But, like, yeah. O's are playing through an aux. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I had my friend, um, I had a friend there who was DJing as well, who was DJing, but he used to DJ, like, off a of phone. So he also didn't know how to DJ thing. Yeah. So what we did was we asked for the manager that same night. We asked for the manager. We asked him, we like, listen, can we come and DJ here and just show you, like, what we got mind you we know nothing about dj we know nothing yeah. about djing right all right so we literally so we so we go there the following week so we had a lot of people that that used to support us so we told them like on facebook instagram whatsapp we like listen come through to the grind next week listen it's gonna be crazy no 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 always so that whole week we were just preparing watching youtube videos and all of that get there to the nights it was a success like literally yeah. 
the crowd loved us, our close friends were supporting, and that's where like the DJing started. So when you have that taste of, how can I say, I don't want to say fame, but what can be, yeah. like you literally, you, you want it even more. So that's when more of the, um, more of the um, practicing and going out to different clubs and like asking to play, even if it's not like for, for like, for money, just like to put your name out there. So, yeah. So when did you start After Dark Events? After Dark Events. After Dark Events has always been there, but the name came probably last year, late November. That's when we were like, okay, we're going to have an events company now. Because if we're going to be hosting every Fridays, we might as well have like a name for it. So we came up with After Dark, which which like literally means because we like me and my and my friend we we very like we big Travis Scott fans and he's all about like the night show and all of that so like after dog is kind of when we come alive we come alive we literally we'll, we'll be sleeping the whole day doing nothing but it, like in the night time we come alive so it's after dog that's when we entertain that's when everybody's raging everything you know what I'm saying so yeah. So what sound do you do you like specifically? Trap or which one? I've got I've got I don't wanna I don't wanna group myself in a basket. But like trap I would say has like has been my best genre in the past couple of years. I listen to a lot of R and B, I'm a piano, everything, but I'd say like trap music, you know what I'm saying? Like that is my favorite genre, no. Like no cap, no yeah. cap. Yeah. So, who are your inspirations? You can in trap music or hip hop in general, mm. like from the states. So for me, when I I became in love, like I fell in love with music, properly, properly when I was about like 11, 10, um, and that's when Lil Wayne was like yeah. still booming. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He was crazy. So yeah, I got like a lot of my inspiration, like. Um, from Lil Wayne um, and then as I grew like there were some rappers like obviously Drake yeah. Drake, and then when I actually started learning about myself um, becoming more like aware like that's when um, I started liking XXX and Dustin because at first like he came out with a song called Look At Me and it was just like rage, rage, rage and then he literally I listened to more of his music and, and I saw there's so much more to this guy than actually that rage thing. And like when I when I fall in love with an artist, like I need to know his background, like what he's been through, like his mindset, like why he says the things that he says. And for me, like him, like in that, like during that time, I was still uh, dealing with like depression, anxiety and stuff. And like his music kind of like I could relate kind of, you know, even though I wasn't suicidal as per se, but like, like a lot of his lyrics, you can like, you know, get a lot of like, like inspiration from it and deal with your things. And then he um, passed away, RIP to that. Oh. Um, and then Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi, see, so Playboy Cardi is not like lyrical or, or whatever, but he's like a vibey, like, and that's my personality as well. Like I like vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right now I'd say Playboy Cardi is my favorite. Um, artist right now and I get a lot of inspiration like, through fashion everything from him yeah oh, I heard you saying something about becoming aware of yourself mm. so 
how's that being? And you also said earlier that you wanna spread the message of the message. becoming aware. Mm. So for me, it's like when it comes to that topic of like spirituality and awareness, it's like it happens because so earlier on this year I lost my baby sister, right? But like through that, like it like it literally opened like so much for me in terms of knowing who's around me, knowing who cares about what happens in my life and stuff like that. Because like when everything is going well, when you're hosting these events, you you you're DJing, everything's nice. Like people would genuinely think, okay, yo, this guy's doing well. But like when you go back home, you're literally alone. Like like no one's really checking up on you and stuff. Like I've got a few like mates that that do, but like you find that like a lot of people would be riding your wave like just because of the fame. And that's when like when when my when my sister passed away, when I was going through a lot of things, I like I literally I kind of realized who was with me in this life journey and who wasn't. And for me, like that's when I started like reading up more about like spirituality or conscious and like just being at one, like being at peace with yourself. So I started just reading up a lot like on that. And I've like every day I'm learning new things about it. You know what I'm saying? I've used a lot of recreational drugs to get to my actual awakening. Um, so it's like, for me, it's a big thing. The spirituality thing is a big thing because it governs my life. It literally makes me the person that I am because every move that I make is calculated. I manifest everything. Yeah. So that's what people don't understand is that so many problems that they see in this life, like they're literally not problems. They, they can be controlled. So I wanted to branch out of that mentality of having money as your source of happiness. Because, listen, money, you need money in life. But, like, when you make money, like, your first priority and your first um, source of happiness, that's when a lot of things go bad. You know, they fall apart. So for me, like, once you become spiritually aware, you, you, you like, you learn things like, you understand that money is literally nothing. It's just a piece of paper. So that's how, like, that's my journey through, like, like spirituality and stuff. And I'm, it's, it's a long journey because every time you discover something, new things come up. Like, you literally learn about new things. So, like, I feel, I feel blessed. I'm, like, I feel like it doesn't happen to everyone. You don't get, like, a calling like that. Not everyone becomes spiritually aware but like once you become that's like it's the best thing ever yeah so for me ultimately like going back to your question is that i want to have a platform i want to get to a certain point in my career where i'm big enough to portray this message to let a lot of people know about it you know what i'm saying let people know that you can deal with so much like like everything is, is it's all up in your head Everything is manifest. If you think about a negative thought, it's going to man manifest like throughout the day, throughout the day. And then a lot of negative energy is going to be in your head. You're going to start being like feeling lazy, feeling sad, like irritating, all of that. And that's all in your head at the end of the day. Bro. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you feel like when you're surrounded by people who might be negative in that way? Like are you able to sort of push them aside in a nice way kind of thing? Or that's a that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, recently, 
like I'm not going to name job anything, but I've, I've had a lot of like friends that I have had to like cut off um, because of, you know, like these negative energies. Because like one thing that you'll never think about when you are getting this fame or whatever is that your close friends will be the one stabbing you in the back or doing like some foul stuff. You know what I'm saying? And for me, like I learned that, like literally some people have shown like their true colors and, and instead of me like confronting them, well, I did confront them, but like in a positive way, like I literally like told them, I'm like, listen, I'm in a stage in my life where I want to be a better person and to become a better person, I need to let go of everything negative in my life. And you are part of that. You know, I let, I let him like, I let him know like properly. And so for me, for the most, for the most like part of my life, like I knew that I had a lot of like fake people in my circle, but like I was never the one to like, like you have to confront them. I just, I just let it slide. You know what I'm saying? But now, as I said, once you become more spiritually aware, you know that those are the things weighing you down. They're going to cause negative thoughts and energy in your head now. So the only way to break free from that is to cut them loose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And like, I've been seeing you grow in a sense and like the size of your events, especially mm. grow in this past year. How important has it been to link up with other people who are doing big things yeah. like uh, motherfucking hype mm. and like other artists, yeah. and DJs and stuff? How important? It's it's very important. It's very important because um, especially hype because he was the one that showed me like most of the ropes in the entertainment industry. He's introduced me to a lot of big people, big big corporates and stuff like that. It's very important because. As much as you want to be independent, you want to do everything like by yourself. Like realistically, it's it's possible to a certain extent. And f- with me having a support system like people like Hype, like KG, Timber, and all of like my close friends, it's like it makes it easier because you know you've got a whole team like going into like one direction. You know, one direction, one goal, and that's to be on the top of the game industry but then when you're on top of it you need to portray a message there's a message that we need to like you know like like speak about so it's very important because i met a lot of artists big artists like very talented like costa benny like all from Joburg, you know and 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 when you meet those guys you see like okay these guys have the same energy as you like they want to entertain they want to make people feel good and once that group like that group of people and this group of people like join it just makes everything better like so this collabing and meeting new people is very helpful nah so then how do you get to choose who to collab with because um so yeah so for me is that my whole my whole idea behind starting it was to uplift or give a voice to the people that 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 don't have the voice, that don't have the platform. So, with After Dark, it, like what we do is we we literally we get like these up and coming rappers, artists, uh, DJs, um, 
we branching into um, photography now, like all the creatives, we want to yeah. give them a platform to showcase their talents because we believe that if we get big enough, we can be that outlet yeah. that the big corporates can see. And then, so that's the thinking behind it. That's literally like with, with me, I know a lot of people that like would like DM me, DM my manager and ask to like have some gigs. Um, just to showcase the talents and we are more welcome like like we literally we invite everyone to come and showcase the talent because we do have a big platform at the grind you know what i'm saying everyone goes there every week so yeah i just want to touch on that like the way you replied to my email Mm. i was like impressed i was like okay this guy's dope like yeah nice way of like replying because i do view you as like someone who has quite a following especially Mm. in the scene of pretoria yeah you know, so yeah, that, that was now for me, it's like because I don't like as much as people create this misinformed um, idea of okay, you big, you're gonna act a certain yeah. type of way, like you can't talk to me because I'm small. Now. For me, like I don't view people like people are literally people to me. Like everyone is the same to me. Like I'll show you the same respect. Like. It's actually quite crazy yeah. that you, you you say that because this past weekend I was um, I was performing at Slushy and I was performing there and then I was done with my sets. This guy he walks up to me, he's like, "Can I please come and join you guys backstage?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, like like I don't have the authority. It's not my event. I'm just an artist. Yeah. I was yet to you know to perform." And he his reply was, um, I'm not going to mention the, the the events company's name, but his re- response was, yeah, I I'm the co-owner of this, so like if you do this for me, I will put you on to this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro, like my energy is not going to change just because yeah. now I know you, this guy. Now, nah, bro, like, yeah. like, so it it alludes back to the fact that you were saying about. Like, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. I'll show you respect. When you emailed me, like, invited me, like, on the show, I was, like, I was, I was so pleased. I was so, like, chuffed because I'm, like, like, there's someone seeing my work out there, you know what I'm saying? So I was, like, very, like, grateful for that, bro. No cap. Yeah, I just want to touch on, like, um, Orabila and I, we're huge fans of Jay Molly. Mm, yeah. mm, and mm. I've seen recently you've been linking up with him, partying with him. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. did that relationship start? It's crazy, actually. Bro, me and him, we, we go way back. Because oh, okay. um, um, I was in, in high school here in South Downs, obviously. Yeah. So I've been in Pretoria for long. And he uh, stays in Centurion. So, like, throughout high school, like at parties, like we'd meet up there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we didn't have like, we weren't really friends, yeah. but like we knew each yeah. other, you know, cause yeah. we were in the like same spaces. Yeah. And then now, like he blew up, like congrats yeah. to him, like he's he's a very good artist. Yeah. But yeah, so he blew up and everything like that. And then when, when we saw each other for the first time, like we literally looked at each other, like it's crazy, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but like now, yeah, we've got a good relationship, you know what I'm saying? With my boy. Yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. So, are you going to get him on? And, like, hey, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll yeah. see. Um, I mean, if if the world's energy is 
like allow us to do so. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not going to be a forced thing. It's just going to happen, yeah. as I said, organically. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen organically. I just want to yeah. speak on like this whole Pretoria scene. I mean, mm. I've also lived there my whole life, and like, mm. like the first, actually, the first club I went to was Recess mm. when uh, Hype, Hype was thing, posted yeah. that his first ever weekend Berliners mm. event, right? Yeah. So that was like my first taste. But then, like, first year came, and it was just the strip, and like, mm. especially because I'm a fan of hip hop yeah. and stuff, right? There yeah. wasn't such that a thing. place to yeah. to go and listen mm. to that music. So. How important do you think what you're doing is to the Pretoria scene? So, basically, obviously, before I started, when I was still a rugby player, I was also like you. I was going to all of these events. And obviously, you want something. You want hip-hop. You want something new. And I knew, like, I was going to be one of the pioneers to start it here in Pretoria. Like, so my whole thinking behind the whole scene and what I'm doing with After Dark and my whole brand is I want to stop people going to Joburg, to Cape Town, Durban, to have a nice time. Like, they need to stay here in Victoria. I want to be the one, like, that's all my group. I want my group to be the one that's going to provide everything for everyone in terms of hip-hop, I'm a piano, all of the genres that weren't really touched on, like, in the past. So we want to be those leaders in the forefront, you know, getting those vibes back here in Pretoria, like stopping people from going to Joburg to want to go have fun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention, like, in terms of what I've seen, like the numbers of people who, let's say a Friday night at the Strip, right? Mm-hmm. The grind is packed. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Then as you go down the line, less and less people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you check the genres of music, it's hip hop here, yeah. a bit of Yano's in there, mm-hmm. and then it's... Yeah. to you know the, mm. the genres that have been getting played yeah before. yeah yeah so do you think the other venues are gonna pick up on that and hopefully start having their own now for sure hip-hop events for sure i mean at the end of the day like i'll tell you guys for free like that hip-hop is has the most money hip-hop has the most money and i'm saying that in terms of corporates so if if i'm a club owner like I would get more, I would make more money hosting a hip hop event than let's say like a commercial deep pass yeah. techno event. Yeah. Even though techno is still a good genre, but like if you think of it in terms of a business, like a businessman and yeah. stuff like that, you want to make money at the end of the day. So it's gonna, at the end of the day, it's gonna lead to that. All of the clubs are gonna start playing more hip hop because they know what sells, and they're also gonna look at the people, like what are people like listening to? What do they like? Yeah. So, in terms of that, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Like, because us, like Jollies, Jollies, they have, um, they've been booking a lot of um, hip hop artists now, Speedstar, and yeah. all of them. They had hype there as well. So. It's it's just gonna it's gonna switch in time, and we've got a lot of big plans next year to put that in place. Yeah. So wait on that. Wait on that. And no. like just quickly before we move off this move off this Pretoria scene thing, like if you check Social Club and Ikaya, right? Mm. They're packed, mm-hmm. packed, packed, packed to capacity. Like mm. people are joining in the streets. Yeah. Do you think that there's like a need for more venues or just the venues that we have playing different kinds of music? I think if you guys look at it like properly in terms of 
student towns and stuff like that. Yeah. Pretoria probably has the most clubs in the same vicinity. We've got enough clubs, but we just don't have enough clubs playing what people, what people want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you'll get like here in Hatfield, like in Hatfield you'll find that there's about two two clubs, um, Social Club and Ekaya, let's say playing hip hop and I'm a piano. And then like at the ground, we'd be the only ones and only on Fridays yeah. playing that hip hop. Yeah. So I feel like we have enough clubs, but we just, we don't have enough clubs playing what other people want, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, but then again, since I was speaking about thinking of it in like a business perspective, like as a club owner, they can see that, okay, mostly uh, people of color are actually going to yeah. these, um, these clubs. So they're going to look at it in a different way. So yeah. they'll cater to who's like, who's dominating. So yeah. there's, if there's more white people in a club, you'll be more like willing to play commercial, deep house and techno. Yeah. And if there's like colors, Indians and, and everyone else, you'll play the hip hops and everything. But what we trying to do is we trying to make it like a safe, like haven for all genres. Yeah. So whatever you want, we'll, we'll play for you there. So now it's going to lead to that direction where like all of the clubs are going to be playing the hip hops, the Amapianos and everything. Yeah. And there will be an equal share of like the music being played. So, so in terms of fashion, right, I've been seeing on your gram for one, you always, how can, how can I say this, like pushing fashion mm. forward, especially in South Africa. Yeah. Like you really have your own sense of style. Mm. So like where did that whole, where is your inspiration coming from? Why do you mm, dress the way you do so, it? Basically, I've actually never been like a, I've never really been into like fashion, but once you get into this culture of like, let's say the entertainment industry, like you see a lot of people and you're like, yo, that looks good on you. Yeah. Like I wonder how it would look like on me. So like from being in this industry, my fashion sense has like, like literally like become like crazy. So now like I'm more in love with my fashion, the way I dress. And I look at a lot of people like ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky, Playboy Cardi, Lil Uzi, and like one of like the guys here in South Africa, there's a guy called uh, 45 Degrees, um, DD Monster, he's crazy. Like he's probably one of like the best dressed like people I know personally, like he's crazy with his style. So a lot of influences like um, that have Maybe like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Dripco actually, Dripco is um, it's it's a it's a fashion brand that was uh, created by three of my mates. Um, so basically, they had an idea like they know like as a thing with me being a DJ, I could see like before I became a DJ, I could see like what people wanted and stuff, and they had the same vision like in terms of fashion. So they saw, okay, yo, we see a lot of people wearing this, and I see, like, that, okay, they want this, this, and that. Why don't we just make it a lot for them? You know what I'm saying? So they came up with a brand and stuff like that, and they actually dropping in February. They're dropping their first um, line, everything in February. Now we still have, like, um, the simple, um, you know, simple shirts and stuff like that, you know? KG, come show them the, the other designs and stuff like that. So they're making a lot of 
my bags, my merch like bags, like these that we're gonna bring out. We got this in a different color. And those on the back, we're doing bucket hats. We can go different designs for the tees and also doing college shirts. Mm. We're bring some of those out so we can cater to everybody, make sure everybody's dripped out. Yeah. We're proud to have this guy as our brand ambassador because, I mean, look at him, he embraces yeah. drip, you know? Mm. And we're trying to bring the drip to Pretoria, to Joburg, to Cape Town, to everybody. Mm. Local yeah. drip provided by people from South Africa, inspired by people from South Africa. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way. So, that's, so that's, that's, the, that's, that's the wave right now. That's what we're doing right now. Um, so for me, like, I was so inclined to being like in part, like part of the whole trip code because I mean, I see their vision, I see what they want to do. And remember when I spoke about earlier on about like this group of people doing this and the other one doing this, but going for the same goal, like they might be doing like clothes and all this, but we all have the same goal. We want to provide for everyone. We want to. That's so crazy, so crazy. It stems so much deeper than just clothes, just the rapping, just the DJing, hosting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like all of these type of things, like mm. your music or your entertaining and stuff, and then the fashion. Because mm. it's like pushing South Africa in a direction that's like, I feel like we've taken way too long to get here. Yeah. Like America's mm. doing big things, and we're all inspired by mm. what people are doing in America. Yeah. But it's like, why can't we do that? We for do ourselves? that, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, I'm just and like even this what we're trying to do here, where like one of the big inspirations for this podcast is the No Jumper podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to provide that same sort of same, anywhere to yeah. like everybody can come on, share their story, you know, and then we all just like share our knowledge. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's one thing that I learned through spirituality is that a lot of people. Yeah. If I'm speaking to you, like most of the time, pe- like people would like be listening to reply, yeah. Yeah. rather than listening to understand. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like for me, like hearing like other people's like um, um experiences, like the reason why they do the thing that they do, like it literally you learn a lot from a person through that. Through those subtle, like those subtle moments, subtle things, like the small things really matter, and that's what people don't get because, like, I won't even lie, like a lot of us are superficial at times. You know what I'm saying? Very materialistic, but like through the journey that I've like gone through, like I've I've realized that there's so much more to like everything. Like, like I might still be in clubs, like I might still be in clubs, popping bottles, having a good time, but at the end of the day, I know. I know like what I'm there for, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like most of like my whole life I used to deal with like not knowing like what my purpose is. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I was good at rugby, no no no, but come on, that can't really be my purpose. Like because I've got so much energy, like and fire burning inside of me that I need to unleash. But rugby was just a small thing that I could like unleash it from. But now in this industry, like if I can get, when I get, actually, yeah. when I get to the top and I have a platform to preach like what I believe in and everything, I think that's when I can say I've carried out my purpose in life because I believe that is my purpose to preach the word and yeah. preach the message. When do you think you, you had that wake-up call of this is what you're supposed to like, find your purpose? Find my purpose. Yeah. I think... 
that was when uh, it was through my psychedelic um, my psychedelic how can I say moments on episode so I tripped out on some psychedelics and through those psychedelics you literally it opens your mind to another world so the world that we're living in right now is called the matrix it's just a simulation but when you tap into the other dimensions and, and you can do that like through meditation psychedelics or most people like some people get it through like traumatic experiences where you like you look at life differently yeah so you see a lot of things throughout my trip i was seeing a lot of things and a lot of things were making so much sense like it's so hard to explain it's so hard to explain and so you actually like like become like spiritually aware through these psychedelics or through meditating and everything because explaining like stuff like this to a normal person like a normal person would think i'm like this guy's crazy like what is he talking about but like before i even say anything to you i know what your perspective is on it so that's why like most of the time you'll find that like i'll get like like irritated like trying to explain myself to people because i know they really have a preconceived like idea so whatever i say to you like like you really have something in your in, in your head so you're not going to listen to it you listen but you listen to reply yeah. not yeah. to actually understand but it's a journey it's a journey and and i i think the older not even the older i get but like the more um how can i say accepting of life i become the more spiritually aware i become as well mm. that's true yeah. so to get your message across you obviously have a big following on instagram mm-hmm. and you have an online presence yeah do you do you recognize the importance of the importance of your content and the things you say yeah so for me mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of a what can i say for me social media in in this journey will always be important you have to have a social media presence and everything like that but i feel like for me social media is so blinding i feel like it's uh it's a distraction from the truth like each and every time so so this is what happens right and just correct me if i'm wrong every time i take out my phone i'll take out my phone right and the first thing i'll see i'll see drake in a lambo i'll see travis scott in this na 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 and the first thing you're going to think you're going to be like yo i wish i was you know that's really putting negative thoughts in your mind you're like oh why why am i here like why 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 am i not as rich but what people don't understand is that like not everyone is going to be rich in life not everyone's going to be rich in life and as soon as you accept that that's when you can start living your life properly you know what i'm saying because not everyone's purpose is having like the most money yeah like you have a lot of people that are rich but they still aren't happy obviously you'd rather be unhappy with 20 more in your bank account but at the end of the day bro like who are you without that money and that's what i'm trying to build i'm trying to find myself to that who am i without my social media without the rap without the djing without hosting events yeah. that's that's the sole purpose of life and yeah. 
through this spiritual, like spiritual journey, like you find yourself through that. That's that's why I say like a lot of things like they don't. A lot of things that used to excite me back then they don't anymore. I'm I'm still aware of them, but they don't anymore because I know there's so much more to it. Yeah. Mm. I want to touch on uh, slide or slide mm. that you dropped, right? Mm. Uh, so, like, what was the inspiration behind that? Actually, quite crazy because we were literally we were in the in the studio just chilling, just smoking it up, and one of our producers, OTH, uh, he played this beat. I'm like, damn, okay, this thing is wavy. But I, I let it go, I'm like, nah, let me just leave it. Carried on smoking, but he carried on playing it. Then I was like, nah, there's no way, I need to jump on this, yeah. you know? So I jumped on that uh, with my mate, you know, you know what I'm saying? So we were just like, just rapping, like, about, I'm like, what we like, um, the designer. Like, it was a lot of materialistic stuff, but it's like stuff that we enjoy, kind of, as well. Yeah. So I just hopped on there, I'm like, nah. I've got a flow for this, let me hop on. Just made it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you write a lot? Yeah, nah, I like writing a lot. I'm a very, like, like since high school, like I've always been like, like in love with writing, like essays and all of that. I like reading as well, so, um, like I would be just chilling and just be on my like iPhone, golden notes. Yeah. Just start writing like a like simple poem. And then I'll start like just grooming to it as well. And that's how I come up with like 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 my lines and stuff as well, you know. And it's through and what like most most of what I write is through like personal experiences. Like it will be like talking about these like various cars and stuff like that. Obviously I don't have that. But I mean like every every artist lies once or twice in their lives or fuck even even more yeah. but yeah but like most like for the most part like the lyrics that i write is like um personal experiences what i'm going through maybe at that exact moment sometimes i'll even freestyle like the second part of the of the uh slatter slatter slime was just freestyle yeah. so yeah and then your vlogs Vlogs, oh, because that, that thing was cool. Dude. That was yeah. to see like behind the scenes yeah. of these events and everything. Mm. That was sick. So with the vlogs, it's like I'm I'm in love with YouTube. Mm. I'm in love with YouTube. I like the whole vlogging. I like um, music videos. Like just yeah. watching people become so like creative and stuff. So for me, I feel like showing another aspect of my life like showing what actually happens before let's say events and everything like it it, it literally the crowd becomes more in tune with you they connect because they know okay so he does this no 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 so they're actually watching you so, and that's one thing here in south africa that we like like that we lack yeah. is content like literally putting visuals out there you know what i'm saying like in america like Every week there's a music video. Every week, music videos, music videos, and and that's because like people really want to see genuinely okay what happens and stuff like that. So for me, my love for YouTube, my love for like creative content, like like literally pulled me towards like starting like my vlogs and stuff like that. And like there's so many vlogs that I'm still gonna drop, and I just feel like 
rapping is one thing, DJing is one thing, events. Now I want to jump on to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of people like have called me crazy. Like, bro, you're doing this, you're doing that. Now I'm here. I'm like, bro, what you have to understand is that in life, or like, you can do so much. Like, you can't tell yourself like, can I? I need to study and do this. That's the only thing I'm going to do in life. And so I'm like, nah. You can be so many things. You can unlock so much of your potential. But no, we don't because we've been told by society that this, yeah. So I call it the conveyor belt of life where you're born, you go to preschool, primary school, high school, varsity, get a job, you die. So you literally living about 50, 50 years of your life. You're living 50 years of your life to... To, to have this kind of living. And then when you're 50 years old, it's already too late. You've already wasted your life. Now you want to live, let's say, about another 20 years. Like, for me, I'll, the day I decided that I'm going to live life was when I got my spiritual like, awakening. I'm like, I'm taking control of this life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's where we at right now. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's the, mm-hmm. So, when are you going to drop another vlog? Another vlog, um, we actually took a lot of footage uh, from my first performance last week at Madison's um, and we took it at Slushy as well, that was my second performance ever. So we took a lot of um, some vlog footage um, and everything, performance footage. So my, my thingy, my videographer Nemo, he's very talented, he's He's busy with all the editing and stuff like that. So now it's coming soon. I'm thinking probably in mid-December it will be ready. And I'm also dropping uh, um, a track named Party. Party on, um, I don't want to give it a date, but it's, it's, it's going to be in December as well. So in December, you guys can expect a lot of content. Music, events, and the, and like the videos and stuff like that. I just want to quickly touch, like, you just said it was your first two performances, mm-hmm. right? What was the, the feeling from the crowd and the energy? It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Because I got there. Like, I don't even lie to you. So I got there in Madison. I'm like, yeah, well, it's, uh, kind of, it's a lot of white people, right? Yeah. So obviously a lot of uh, things are going through my head. I'm like, oh. I'm not even on a rock with it. No, 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 no. So I even said to my to the team that I was with, I'm like, guys, you know what? Let's just let's just leave. Like, let's just leave. I was I was about to leave. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I had so much anxiety. Then I was like, you know what? Like, if I want to get to where I want to get in life, I need to take these chances. It doesn't matter if they love me or not. You know, I need to. So I go up there. I hop on the mic, hop on the mic, I speak to them, I'm like, hey, I introduce myself, I'm Snowy Boom, and nah, 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 nah. I've got two tracks to perform to you tonight, rock with me. Then they actually travel, okay. Yeah. Then, then I started like, okay, I'm okay, now, nah, it's gonna go yeah. all right. So I perform the first track, Slatter Slime. I'm like, damn, this yeah. crowd is energy, right? Yeah. Then for my last song, I was like, you know what? Let me go into the crowd. Let me be with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went there, I performed inside, like literally in the middle of everyone, it was yeah. a crowd. It was crazy, like they were loving it, like they didn't care about 
who I was or whatever. They yeah. just saw the energy that I was bringing in a bar. Nah, it was, it was the best. Slushy as well, the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. So for me, all of these like experiences are so humbling. Like literally, it goes back to where I said like me making like a person's day literally makes me the happiest person ever. Yeah. Because like I can lock onto if I'm if I'm on stage, I can lock onto one person in the crowd. And if I can see that person is rocking, I'll even go harder for them, just for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's motivating me to perform yo, like you, you want to do it no? mm, listen it motivates me every yeah. time I see those things I'm like nah I want to I want to keep on doing it if I look at my videos even like my, my performance videos I look at my performance videos I'm like yo I was going crazy yeah. I'll get up I'll, I'll smoke a blunt I'll start making some music I'll start I even post like on Instagram on Instagram I take time in my stories I like I always want to make them my creative like gives yeah. people some nice visual. Everything I post on Instagram, you see like there's an aesthetic about it. I always like take time and so you know what I'm saying? Because I like those creative things, you know what I'm saying? So the the small things give me like motivation to do so much more. Yeah. Mm. Can you explain where you got your name from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll I'll start with I'll start with the name. Ah <laughs> 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 okay, now so now, yeah. so Snowy came uh, from my high school. Um, back in the day, that was when I was still, you know, into the white gold, you know, and vanilla, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that name kind of like, like stuck on, you know what I'm saying? And then the booming part, that was my Instagram name since I think 2014. Because uh, my favorite producer is Metro Boomin. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, Snowy Boomin, that sounds. That sound that sounds dope. So that's where the the name came from. And then this tattoo, should I show them like properly yeah. so I can explain? Wait, when did you get it? Was it like yesterday? Yesterday, I yeah. got this yesterday. So this tattoo, right? So basically, you got the two uh, flowers, right? So the two flowers they represent my, um, they represent my my late sister. Yeah. So my late sister, those are the flowers, and then the time. So I believe that time is just an illusion. Yeah, it's just an illusion. So every time I look at this, it reminds me that listen, not like no one's gonna wait for you in this life. You need to get yeah. up and go, like make the most of everything. Yeah. So that's the time. Time's an illusion, and then the dove. So since I've been spiritually awakened, like every time. I come out of my trip or every time I'm just like chilling, there's always like birds around me. And that that's a sign of like if like a lot of nature is with you, that means you guide yeah. like you guide you're spiritually aware. Like you you have good like in like energy, good yeah. good energy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that so basically the dove is also a representation of my um my sister. So she's always yeah. looking like every time I see like any bird, like I'll know okay, she's looking. Yeah. She's looking like yeah over me and stuff that's dope man i think we're gonna wrap it up there yeah spoken about a lot (laughs) um thank you for coming yeah thanks a lot for having me that's not for having me bro i think like some of what you said is like 
powerful, especially yeah. like for South Africans and stuff. Like, mm. I just hope people can catch on, you know, sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah, like, yeah, no cap. Push no the movement forward. But mm. yeah, it's been the Lens Lane podcast. Uh, thank you for watching. If you want to support us in any way, go to lenslane.co and buy a piece of merch or a product of any kind. Anything you buy will support us. But yeah, thanks for watching or listening. Deuces. Yeah, yeah.